Hello, hello. Welcome to the Making a Marketer podcast, the marketing show for all levels of experience with the best guests in the industry. Get ready to learn and laugh. Here we go with your hosts, Megan Powers with Powers of Marketing and Jen Cole with Social Media Examiner. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 45 of the Making a Marketer podcast. Thank you to those who are watching live on Facebook. Our wonderful guest today is Madeline Sklar. Hi, Madeline. How are you? Hi, Megan. I'm great. Thanks for having me on. It's always a thrill to come on and chat with you. Oh, well, and I done a couple of tweet chats with you since you were last on our show. I think you were on episode four. So yeah, it was early days. It was um, early days and congrats yeah. to like all the great success you've had since. I, I'm so impressed with your podcast. It's really good. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, it started as a passion project and I didn't really know where it was going to go or and I didn't do it to make money, but to, you know, to learn and get to know people in the industry. And that has is done that tenfold. So um, passion projects are the best. I have really? to say, it's yeah, always well, the best. something good, I think, always comes out of you doing something for a good reason versus sure. the alternative. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I thought I'd get a little festive. This is our second to last show of 2019 and our last live show. Our guest on December 19th, this one we're recording, is Mark Schaefer. Oh, So I'm pretty excited. I figured he would be a good one to have on for the end of the year, right? For everyone That'll to be, good. Like, be thinking about their goal setting for the new year. And no, I think I know I binge listen over holidays. So for me, that hopefully that'll be a good one for everyone to listen to. So I also want to say this is the first time using StreamYard. So what do you think of it? Do you so like far, it? So good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no issues. Go live, change their whole platform and kind of caught me off guard the last time I went to use them. So I mean, be yeah, live. be live. Be live. Yeah. Sorry. Be live. I mean, Mike Alton mentioned StreamYard the last time I did a live with him. So here we are. Uh, everybody's using StreamYard. It's so impressive. I, I really like their service. I'm, I signed up for their free trial, but I ended up doing the Ecamm Live because I've been a fan of it for a long time. And they were doing the special recently for the whole Black Friday or Cyber Monday. And I like just went for it and signed up. Nice. Well, I did. I bought the Ecamm before when it was still a flat rate and yeah. I tried using it. I couldn't figure it out quickly enough. So I just kept using BeLive. Anyway, so here we are. Here we are. All right. So I want to start off, well, I'm going to read your bio first for those who have been under a rock and uh, <laughs> I say that all the time. Who don't like, know. Who's this Madeline chick? And I do know we, we get listeners of all kinds, you know, new and, and seasoned. So for those who might not know, they will know after today. So Madeline is based in Houston, Texas. She is a social media and digital marketing strategist, a blogger and a podcaster in her own right. She's a serial entrepreneur, community builder, and leading Twitter marketing expert. She's, she's ranked the number one social media power influencer in Houston. And each week, she hosts the hashtag Twitter Smarter Twitter chat that brings together hundreds of people in an active one-hour discussion revolving around Twitter marketing. Always a good time. Always learn a ton in that tweet chat. So check that out if you haven't yet. Since launching three years ago, it has reached over 6 billion impressions with a B. Amazing. She also has two podcasts. One is the Twitter Smarter podcast, which she interviews leading social media marketing experts. And she also co-hosts the weekly Communities That Convert podcast with Cami Hoysa. Hoysa. I, I meant to ask you that before. How do you say that? <laughs> uh, Huffington Post has named Madeline one of 50 women entrepreneurs to follow. So obviously she was 
the person that we had to have on to talk about all of this Twitter craziness because there's so many changes. Every time I open that, open it, I feel like I see something new. So but yeah. before we get to that, for those people that I mentioned who might, even people who aren't new, but who are might be seasoned, but aren't really using Twitter because they don't think, they don't really get it. Or they don't, they don't think it's for them. I had a client say recently, oh, well, Twitter's just for like celebrities and stuff. I said, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. So I kind of had to set him straight. So tell our listeners and our viewers, what do you think is the relevancy of Twitter? I think Twitter is just hands down the best platform when you want to truly connect with people on social media. You know, we get on Facebook to see what our friends are up to, but can you really establish real relationships with people that can help you in your business on Facebook? Not really that well. LinkedIn can be really great for that, but it's not as easy as you would think it would be. Whereas Twitter, I always say, if the person you want to connect with is on Twitter, let's say Gary Vaynerchuk or the VP of some company you're trying to work with, if they're using Twitter you have the chance to get right in front of them and connect with them very easily. And it's just a matter of using the platform, using the tools that are there. You know, when it comes to Twitter, so many times people say to me, oh, I, I, it's a ghost town. It doesn't work for me. Nobody talks to me. And I always have to say, well, in a nice way, you're doing it wrong. Uh, right. Twitter is one of those platforms where there's just so much of you don't know what you don't know. And what I mean by that is, I could tell you 10 things right now about Twitter you probably didn't know about that's going to make you go, oh my God, I didn't know I could do that. Or I didn't know it did that and gets you all excited to that, like really use these features. So I'm always telling everybody, just educate yourself, learn as much as you can about any platform that you want to use. Everybody's spending a lot of time learning and and perfecting Instagram, which is great because that's the hot one. But everybody's still on Twitter. And so just be sure to arm yourself with all the different features, try them out, use them and make them work for you. For sure. I think it's the one I spend most of my time on these days between this and and LinkedIn. And so we're going to talk about some of the stuff that's been going on, some of which our listeners might be seeing, some maybe not just yet. And then we'll talk about that for a few. We'll take a little break. I have a holiday question for you. I don't feel a little brain break in the middle. We only have a half hour. It goes by so fast. Okay. So one thing I haven't heard you, because I, I listened to the social media examiner show that you did, which was just uh-huh. a few weeks ago. And I feel like some things have already changed since that with the topics. Topics. Thing. Yeah. yeah. That's the new thing is Twitter topics. And it's super cool. Yeah. So it's, I kept seeing it pop up. I was like, no, nah, I don't know. Because I'm already like for me personally, I'm already following things I'm interested in. But of course, I wanted to go and see how it worked. And you were talking about being able to enter a team name or enter it. In mine, I can only browse pre-existing topics. I can't enter yeah. anything to search. Is that right. Okay. Well, okay. So what was interesting when I had first talked about it on social media examiner show, it had already changed right after that. Okay. When I was on the show, there was no browse feature. You couldn't browse to see the 300 topics yet. So okay. I was trying to figure out, well, how do I find these topics? And they said, it's going to be Initially, they're going to add more at some point, but for now is entertainment, gaming, and sports. So I thought, okay, let me just type in my local sports team. So I live in Houston. So I typed in Houston Texans and Houston Astros. And when I typed that in Twitter, then it showed a topic name and then I could click on it and add it to my topic. So I did that, but that's really as far as I went, because how do you know what topics are available if you don't know what to type in? I mean, I tried random words and it just 
wasn't coming up as a topic. So now when you're in your topics, whether you're on your phone or on desktop, there's now a button that says browse topics. And when you click on it, it shows you entertainment, gaming, hobbies and interests, music and radio and sports. And then you can click on the different ones and like really drill down until you find. But some people say, look, there's nothing in there that interests me. So I really don't care about this. And that's fine. There's very little that interests me in there right now, but they say they're going to add a lot more to it. This is just a starting point. Right. Yeah. So for example, on that Sporty Spice. So I clicked football and all I could follow is football, which seems like super broad. Yeah. But on baseball, then I could select major league baseball and then there were specific teams. And so I'm sure they're just, it's going to take some time to build them out. And that for me, it'll catch the people that are just talking about that sport or that team versus them hashtagging or at mentioning them, right? Like that's where I see the benefit to this. Is it, the benefit is that you're going to get a broader conversation because think about this. Okay. Let's say I'm really into my sports team. We'll do since it's football season. We'll say my Houston Texans. Let's say I'm all about that. Well, what would I do to go have conversations with other people? I would go and, and go to the Houston Texans official Twitter account and look at who's commenting on there and look at, look for people to talk to within that one account or whatever hashtag, you know, is being used. You know, sometimes they have hashtags specific for a game. Sometimes it's just generic for the team and I could go there and look for conversations. But you're really limited when you're on your own trying to discover, you know, these conversations. Whereas now that I have this on there, I'll see things in my feed that it'll be like people that are talking about it, different hashtags. It's just more broad of a conversation. It's really cool. I'm really digging it. And even though these interests are very generic, like there's one of just dogs and there's one that's just cats. So I've just been experimenting and I have those on mine. And every time I go into my feed now, this is through your home feed, I'll see just these cool random tweets about you know dogs and different ones about cats and it's kind of fun prior to that it's like well how would I go search for this it, it was a lot harder before so I think the benefit of this is going to make it easier to do discovery and have really great conversations with people yeah and hashtags still matter but now yeah. you don't have to know the hashtags like for me I'm a 49ers fan and you know and like Niners Nation and like Niner Gang and there's there's these hashtags that I've discovered and I you know use those and follow those but yeah but if you don't know you don't you don't know so yeah so this is a really cool way okay so we have interaction from Gail Robertson she's a super fan so she wanted to say hi to you Madeline hi Gail uh, she's commenting hi Stacy's my friend Stacy's uh, watching the broadcast. All right, cool. So that for me is a big one. And another thing that I haven't heard anyone mention, but when I I picked up my phone and the Explorer has changed a little bit. So I see now across the top, I see my little picture and then I see some lists that I have. Have you seen that? Yeah. They've been doing a lot of work on this. So, so are you talking about like when you're using your, doing this on your phone? Yeah. On your mobile? Yeah. Yeah. So what they did, and I'm going to pull mine up so I can walk you through what mine looks like. They incorporated these Twitter lists into that. So when you start on the home screen at the top, it'll say home, but then it's going to be up to five of your Twitter lists and you can actually go in and change this. So it can be the five lists you want. Oh, okay. It's really sweet because now as how, okay, this is super meta. I'm just saying, because yeah, yeah. 
I see Gail's tweet on my home screen. Uh, she did a tweet tweeting me, Twitter updates with Madeline Sklar. This is awesome for this podcast. So uh, super meta, love it. I mean, it's like right here. I, there she is I right at the top. That's awesome. But see, I got on my home screen, the next one, I've got Twitter watch, and that's just one of my Twitter lists. And if I scroll across, I can scroll to these different lists that I, I have at the top. And it's super cool that they made this so much easier now. Yeah. I, I love this. And that you can actually go in and adjust it because if you're like me and you have lots of different Twitter lists, you right. want to pick those very specific ones that you want to be able to easily scroll through on your phone. So there's a way to go in through your settings and do that. And you can put it in the order you want. So you pick the five and do it in order. Super cool. I love that because I did, that wasn't intuitive to me. So that's a great tip because I was like, why is it these five and like, you know, SMMW generic exactly. with one of them. And so, all right, cool. Now what you do, what you do, if you want to change it and hopefully everybody that's tuning in has this feature. Every once in a while, someone will tell me, I don't have that feature yet. So if you don't have any of these features we're talking about, just know that it is coming and you should be getting it very soon. So what happens is when you go into on your phone, you just click on your profile picture and you get the screen, you'll see the third one down is list. So when I tap on list, it shows, it puts it, they have the little pin there and that mm -hmm. lets me know basically pen these five and I can go in here and tap and undo the pinning, put other ones in, and then I can move it around. It's really cool. Highly recommend playing around with that. It's a great feature. I like that. And you know, it'll, I don't really use my lists because it's you just don't? not, no, I mean, I put things in lists, but I don't, I don't know. So you might now because look at how easy it is when you're in your, I mean, whenever we all get on our mobile device, the first thing Twitter does is put you on the home screen and, and right there, you have the ability to swipe across and go to, you know, your five top Twitter lists. So well, I make sure my very first one is the one that I want to look at the most. And so just one swipe and I'm looking at it. Yeah, no, smart. And I definitely will. I'll, I'll be using it now. No question. Okay. So you guys talked about the bunch of the upcoming features and some of which are not even going to be launched until next year. How will we know? We just have to wait to see them in our feed or how will we know? Yeah, available? Some, some of those newer features, they're talking about putting them out in 2020 and it's just a wait and see kind of thing. So there are features that they're testing. They're, I love how Twitter is constantly testing and you may have something that no one else has right now. For instance, one that's being tested right now, I unfortunately don't have it. I wish I did. And some of you might have it. You don't even realize it. When you go to compose a tweet, whether it's on your phone or on a desktop in a browser, they now have this brand new feature they're testing. When you're in there and, and to compose a tweet at the bottom, you know, you can add an image or do a poll or do different things. There's now a little icon in there where you could schedule the tweet. It's like, how cool that you don't have to go to your third party tool that you can now schedule your tweets right in Twitter. Now you can schedule in TweetDeck and, and if some of you may not realize, TweetDeck is owned by Twitter. Right. And what's interesting is that Twitter, all they're doing is incorporating some of their features in TweetDeck and just putting it right through twitter.com, which I think is super, super smart. Because a lot of people have been like, oh, why well, I can already schedule tweets when I use TweetDeck. And some of us use other third-party tools. I use a variety of third-party tools for scheduling, but I'm really excited to try out. I hope they make this available soon because I think it's going to be great. I think it'll cause you to not have to leave to go to a third-party tool as often if, if you're doing that specifically for scheduling. Right. Well, and as Facebook takes away scheduling, Twitter adds it. So that's kind of funny, <laughs> right. right? Native, native scheduling. Totally. So yeah, I don't have it yet. 
I was just looking because I was wondering what you guys were talking about. And I didn't know if it had been rolled out or if it was for next year or. Um, it's a test right now. So, okay. uh, you know, Twitter is really interesting. You know, earlier this year, they came out with the new desktop. You know, when you're on a browser, you're on a desktop, they have the whole new layout. It's a little different, right? Mm -hmm. I had it for like six mo months before it became available to everyone. Like I had it like last year. So sometimes they'll do these tests randomly. Like it's just a very random thing. And you'll already, and then once it comes out for everyone, you might've already been using it. So yeah. Right. It, yeah. Jen, Hi, Jen. Jen's been using it. <laughs> Jen Cole. That is so cool. I hope I get that soon. Cause I'd like to try it. Yeah. Well, because I have, I'm managing client accounts and I have so many, I think if I was just doing mine, I'd be fine to be in here. But for me, being in Agorapulse and being able to look at everything, especially too, because in Agorapulse, right. you can see, you can click all of the accounts that you're managing and see where everything's right. scheduled in one calendar. So that's super useful. And it's not going to take away from those kind of services. You know, this is just specifically when you're in Twitter, yeah. you know, a lot of these other platforms, I love Agorapulse. I use that too. And it's great that you can use that for a variety of platforms, not just Twitter. What I like about having the ability to do these schedulings right within twitter.com is that sometimes there'll be a tweet and you want to retweet it with a quote, but you got to do it right then and there. And it's like, gosh, I would love to schedule it because yes. let's say I'm putting out a bunch of tweets. I don't want to overload my feed and bother everybody with too much stuff at once. How nice would it be to be able to take this thing I'm looking at right now and go, you know what, let me schedule that to go out in 30 minutes. That would be super cool. For sure. Yeah. Like guests we've had on the podcast, I'll, I'll go into my notifications and I've had you know, Jim who did the roundup of my Twitter smarter chat with you, which has been getting tons of yes. activity. He's doing a really uh, good job of pulling specific quotes out to, to he's promote. He's so good at those. Yeah, I, so I love good. those little recaps he does. They're very, very well done. Yeah. And then, so that, and then Dan Gingis was a guest recently and then he posted a really good tweet. And so you're right. Cause I was like, oh, I'm going to wait to retweet this because I don't yeah. want to just like, yeah. So that's, yeah. Yeah. Mm, pro tip. I mean, yeah. it's almost like, you know, Twitter or something, Madeline, what's going on? <laughs> I tell you the thing I'm really the most excited about right now is using threaded tweets. Do you ever do threaded tweets? So I don't, but tell our listeners about the What's the deal with threaded tweets? So threaded tweets is a way to build out a much bigger conversation with your tweet. So instead of just having your one tweet, you can have multiple tweets and they're all connected together. And you may have seen this sometimes you're on a tweet. Like for instance, anytime you go uh, over to my Twitter profile, whatever my pen tweet is, my pen tweet is always the most recent Twitter tips article. I put an article out every week. It will also not only be a pen tweet, it'll also be a threaded tweet. And when you, so when you go to my profile, you'll see that at the bottom of it, it says show this thread. So when you click on that, you're going to see multiple tweets. So you'll see my very first tweet. And then when you scroll, you'll see all the ones that I connected together to that tweet. And the beauty of this, and this is why I love this so much, Megan, is that I can take something I tweeted maybe a month ago, but I want to keep that conversation going and revive that information. I can just go to that tweet, click to add to it and keep that conversation going. And if you go to that tweet, you could see all the previous conversation that went on. And so when threaded tweets came out a few years ago, I went and created this big long thread. It was very meta. It's a threaded tweet about threaded tweets. <laughs> and here's what I've done from time to time. That whole threaded tweet started two years ago. I can go find that tweet 
either you you know if there's a tweet you want to refer back to in the you know in the future something you did a while back you could always go to advanced twitter search and go search for it very easily so i'll go find that old tweet and then here i'll have all this you know long conversation that's gone on for the last two years and just go to the very end and click add a tweet and then i can tweet out something to that and then anybody that goes to it can see all of that previous conversation but here's what i'm really excited about because that's been around for a few years. It's very underutilized. I don't know too many people that are utilizing threaded tweets. But here's what I'm most excited about today, because this is really new. This I noticed this about a week ago, is that when you're doing a threaded tweet, you always had to do at least two tweets together, because you're tying them together. It was the only way it worked. Okay. So when you do a tweet, anytime you compose a tweet, you'll see a little plus sign at the bottom. And that's how you add that second tweet to start your thread. And you can actually do a whole bunch at once if you want, but but they're all going to be individual tweets. And once you send it out, it's going to be tweet, tweet, tweet. You know, they're all right. connected, but you're right. you're sending out a lot at once. Well, what Twitter just did is you can start with one tweet and then later add to it. And you couldn't nice. do that before. So the beauty is right now, and I encourage everyone to try this later, just go to your Twitter profile, just Go to any random tweet you've already put out and just hit the reply button. When you hit the reply, it's going to show the tweet above. And then right below, it says, add another tweet. And you type in whatever you want to say to maybe continue that conversation or continue that thought. And now they're both connected together. And that is really neat. That is awesome. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people, I guess it kind of looked to me like they were just hitting reply to their own tweet. That's different than a thread. Which you could do. You could, you know, I used to do that all the time because sometimes you want to keep going with your tweets. So that was another way of doing it, but it didn't really connect them all the way a thread did. So, and I was hoping that Twitter would do this. It's like, why don't they just make it so when you reply to your own tweet, it starts the, it connects it as a thread. So they finally did it. They listened to you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. Uh, One would hope. Jack's like, what does Madeline want? Oh, okay, we'll do that. I want to easily do threaded tweets. Yay. Yeah. Okay. So one last thing I want to talk about. I went into the I added my credit card so I could see what the whole media center thing was about and media whatnot. studio. New media studio. Yep. And then the first thing I saw this promote mode. So it's in beta. Have you checked this out right. yet? So, oh, yeah. I had access to it a long time ago when they were okay. first in beta trying it out. And it's interesting. I mean, basically for a, a one-time fee of $99, Twitter will basically put your tweet out as if you're advertising, you know, like as a sponsored tweet. But the problem is, is that it's random tweets. You don't get to pick the tweets. Oh. So I tried it. I thought it was terrible. It was a waste of money. Okay. Yeah, you might get a few clicks and a few followers out of it, but you're not going to see real results because it's not targeted and you're not picking. What if it was just some tweet that's not really that great? You know, right. why would why would that be something you'd want to promote? So I always recommend instead of even trying promote mode and paying the money, just go put a few dollars into just, you know, a really good tweet ad that you can put a very specific audience. You'll get more mileage out of it. Okay. Yeah. I've never even really looked into Twitter advertising because I haven't needed it for myself and my clients. I don't know. It just didn't. And I, I guess I always kind of felt like it was going to be cost prohibitive because people always say, oh, yeah. it's so expensive. So that promote mode is $99 a month, but that's a great tip to like not. Yeah. Yeah. I have not come across anybody that's gotten much out of it. I mean, okay. people have tried it because they see that and they go, oh, look at this. I can do this and let Twitter do all the work for me. 
but you just got to make sure you understand what exactly it's doing. And what it's doing is, is picking 10 random tweets. Now I tweet a lot. Right. I would want to know which, it, they don't even tell you which ones. So right. um, not a fan of it. That's yeah. No, that's not bueno. What? It's kind of like, you know, lazy marketing is really all it is. Right. I wonder how they pick them. I wonder how they make the selection. It seems to be like an algorithm thing. Huh. Interessante. Okay. Well, thanks for that. Another pro tip. Okay. So our, as our listeners are planning their 2020 year, two quick like top tips to help them use Twitter to its greatest potential in 2020. Sure. Sure. You know, the big thing I'm doing right now is, uh, let me pull the site up. I definitely want people to go to it. I'm really into doing custom gifts right now. They're so easy to do. You can just do it with your phone and the Giphy app either the app on your phone or just their tool on desktop and literally can just be done in seconds. And basically instead of using one of the gifts that when you're in Twitter and you click the gift button and you just pick something cute and fun, it's actually you like it's something you created. So I, I have, I'm like waving or, you know, thumbs up and like just having fun. And I get so much more engagement out of it. People love them. So you'll see me when I'm replying to tweets, almost, I try to use a, a custom GIF every time. I really do. And when okay. I'm on my Twitter Smarter Chat, I try to reply to every tweet with, with a custom GIF. They're just fun. It's a fun way to market and engage and connect with people. So I, it's something that I, I think in 2020 we'll see more of. And for all of you listening and tuning in, I would love for you to go give this a try. If you'd like to learn more about it, I'm going to put together a little how-to video because I want people to see how easy it is. But if you want to learn anything about it, just hit me up, send me a DM or an email or something, and I'll give you I'll direct you to some information on that. Awesome. Yeah. I'm in the GIF camp myself, not the GIF. This <laughs> so sounds like peanut butter. It just, well, the guy who invented it said that that's how he gave it the name. Yeah. But all of us techies have embraced GIF no, since, I, since the nineties. Because they've been around a long time. I, mean, I know. I right. I they know. were called animated GIFs. Yeah. Um, but if anybody wants to, to get no, if I mean like banner to, ads, not, not like uh, as a person I used to make, they, they used, that's what we used to call banner ads that were that mm-hmm. that had motion right it wasn't like people like it is now like christine Griffin, right her, oh um, christine is so <laughs> awesome there, there are like some specific people uh, that i know through my twitter smarter community that are doing an amazing job with that and uh, if anybody wants to get some ideas go over to my giphy account it's uh, just giphy g-i-p-h-y dot com slash channel slash madeline sklar and you're going to see just a bunch of them. And I get inspired when I like when I look at Christine Gritman's, I mean, she makes these great, you know, these impressions and faces. It's, it's like, oh my gosh, she's so good at this and inspires me and gives me ideas of ones that I want to create myself. So yeah, if you go check it out, if anything, it should inspire you to like, you go, oh, I can do that too. I should make a few. And I've done like a nicer background more recently, but when you scroll down, it was literally like this boring white wall behind me. Like you could see the doorway and stuff. And I was like, you know, first, and this is very common for us. The mindset was, oh, I should wait to have a better background and make it look super professional. And then I'm like, then part of me is like, no, Madeline, I think you need to just do it. Like my yeah, teacher yeah. says, <laughs> just do it. And just like, don't worry about what it looks like behind you. People don't even care. They're, they're just, 
loving these expressions you're doing and loving, you know, that they feel like they're seeing another side of you and engaging more with you. So I made a whole bunch like that and just decided to go for it. And then I worked on getting a better background. And now I have a whole bunch of new ones with that. But I still use the old ones because, you know, it's, it's all about having fun and connect with people using visuals and these custom gifts are such an easy way to do it. Awesome. Fun, fun, fun. Okay, one more quick tip. Another quick tip would be to utilize the camera when you're using the Twitter mobile app. They came out with this new camera earlier this year, back in, it was actually when we we're all at Social Media Marketing World back in March. They changed the camera where now when you take a picture or a video, like you actually have to compose a tweet with your phone using the Twitter mobile app. And when you click on that, the camera is using now through the app does a lot more. It actually will show you a color palette and you can pick like a color that's going to now show up at the bottom. And when it puts the tweet out, it makes the image bigger than if you did it without. If you just like upload an image, it's a very specific size. But when you're using the actual Twitter camera, the mobile camera, it Twitter wants it to really stand out more. So try experimenting with that a little bit and you should see more engagement, more reach, better everything because it just shows up better in the Twitter feed. Yeah, well, and it makes the words pop, makes the copy it pop more. It does because it, at the bottom it has, you know, the, the color you choose and then they put the text on top of it. It really does pop. So I, I, it's something that's really underutilized too. You don't see very many people using it. We all just like upload images, but this is, this is to actually take a picture or take a video with your camera in the mobile app. I learned that at your session at Social Media Marketing World last year and walked away doing one uh, from your session to the next one. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was brand new. Like it was yeah. a literally like I had to adjust my presentation a little bit because like it was literally brand new. It started like I think a day or two before Social Media Marketing World. You got to be on your toes for sure. All right. So real quick what are you? I didn't do a break because we were just on a roll. It's holiday season, obviously. What's, You're very festive. <laughs> what's your favorite holiday tradition this time of year that you oh, have or we're looking forward to? I think just, you know, spending time with family and just that whole nice holiday vibe. I, I live in Houston and it's not always cold here. Like we just got cold weather literally today. So now it feels more festive, but usually it's kind of warm and muggy and just it's hard to get in that festive mood. So uh, we feel we're starting to feel more festive now. So yeah, it makes you want to just go spend time with family and relax, unplug a little bit. You'll I'll unplug a little tiny bit from Twitter, but not much. Yeah. Well, you know, I live in San Diego, so like yeah, it's relate. always warm there. <laughs> yeah. Although it's been chill, it's been rainy and it's been like in the fifties. So we're, we've been suffering. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, that is, I think a lot packed into a half an hour. So I thank you so much for making time. Best of luck with your new family edition. Madeline has a cat now. <laughs> a new little kitten. A kitten showed up at my, I'm such an animal lover. A kitten showed up at my door five days ago and I just like had to take her in. So she's my new family member now. Santa. What's her name? You named her yet? Fred. Fred, I thought it was a boy and I, I, I named him after my dad. My dad passed away on New Year's Day, the beginning of this year. And it's been a fun way to like have his name said out loud. So it's been kind of fun. But then I took what I thought was him to the vet today and they said, Oh, it's a girl. I'm like, 
Oh, okay. But Fred is still a cool name, so it'll be a girl Fred or Fredica or something. Yeah, Freddie with an I. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it when when animals have uh, human names. It's the best. All right. So thank you so much, Madeline. Um, and everyone, Thanks, you Megan. can find her with her unusual spelling at Madeline yep. Sklar all across the interwebs. Thank you for being with us. Thanks to everyone who was on the live and listening on the replay and watching on the replay. I appreciate you all very much. Happy holidays. Keep an ear out. Keep an eye out for our next episode with Mark Schaefer. It's going to be amazeballs. All right. So this has been episode 45 of Making a Marketer, and we will catch you next time.